0: Welcome everyone. This is Let's Talk Internet Computer ICP podcast. Today we have a project and a different with a different guest to what is usual. Normally we have with us someone who is contributed uh, and is contributing to making the internet computer blockchain uh, better every day. Today's interview is related to a project that has been developed in other blockchain and that they have finally realized that the only 100% on-chain blockchain, uh, without oracles uh, and intermediaries, is, is internet computer. Welcome, Derak Kumar, and thank you for spending quality time with us today.
1: Thank you, Javier, thank you for the brief introduction. Um, to introduce myself, yeah, my, I'm Diraj, I'm currently based out in Paris, So I am basically from India. So, you know, uh, this is a project which we are working on is Antelope DAO, which was started like two years ago during when the pandemic hit and, you know, whole of the, you know, trade sector and there was a whole crisis going on around. So to introduce brief about Antelope, it's basically a uh, supply chain finance and trade finance facilitating platform, um, which facilitates trade finance for SME sector particularly and uh, also having a simple supply chain management system for you know the international trade. And we automate that using blockchain. So during COVID, as I said, uh, there was a high importance for digitization because the international trade sector was highly affected because of uh, lack of human intervention during that time. And there was importance of digitization. And that's when we uh, figured out some of the main bottlenecks the problems the pain points in this sector and uh, decided to come up with this idea and we saw that SME were also highly affected because they couldn't perform trade and uh, there was this opportunity where we could bridge that gap between the DeFi and the you know traditional uh, businesses importers and exporters to uh, for them to perform trade so that's when Antelope was born and uh, uh, we Uh, We went on from there building it and we did a use case as well where we facilitated uh, pre-shipment finance for an exporter based out in India, where he was uh, exporting vegetables and fruits to Dubai. And yeah, currently we are building on that part of uh, automating the trade processes because international trade is a blindfold basically. There is lack of data. There is visibility in the entire process. Um, needs to be attained and that's where automation comes into play and blockchain is a promising technology which uh, you know can solve that problem and basically we can onboard different stakeholders involved in the entire chain into one single platform and bring in transparency so that's where we are trying to achieve and icp and so basically the blockchain is about decentralization so everything needs to be peer-to-peer you know the end-to-end needs to be decentralized at the end of the day so previously we had built our platform of tokenizing nfts in a side chain called as you know in, a, in a, a chain called a centrifuge it's a part of polka dot parachain and uh, now we decided to entirely get into the decentralization part and icp we see that it's pr- very promising where uh you know we can have an end-to-end encrypted you know decentralized uh a holistic solution basically, which we can build in ICP. That's where we selected ICP. And mm-hmm. since we are coming up with a DAO, basically, we are a DAO. So, uh, yeah, and then uh, you know, ICP has this uh, uh, mm-hmm. basically uh, service nervous uh, system where you know, which would be very interesting for us for uh-huh. the trade, trade financing aspect where the community would have that you know, decisions to take related to the trades that's going to get financed. And and as I said, discussed with David uh, quite a uh, time ago, like last week, I told you about, you know, that we can come up with a liquidity pool, basically tapping into the Bitcoin uh, network. That would be very interesting going ahead because uh, there is a huge uh, financial gap in the semi-segment, particularly if I want to say, it's around $4.7 trillion financial gap. And this is a segment which, uh, you know, gets a high rejection rate from the banks and the financial institution, of around fifty-six percent of the time they get rejected because of various reasons, and yeah, you know, for maybe like because of lack of collateral and lack of uh, supply chain or uh, supply chain data regarding the SMEs, uh, which banks do not possess, and they just reject the finance request what they apply for. So we we are coming we are coming up with a solution of solving that problem and facilitating trade finance to them, and yeah. uh, basically bridging the gap between DeFi and the real
0: world. Yeah, oh uh, yeah, it's amazing. It's super interesting, uh, Derakh, your project. Uh, I know you are so excited with your <laughs> project because I didn't have time to. Uh, question you anything. I just introduce you, and you start like talk about your project, about everything. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, that. that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Uh, but before, I think uh, the audience want to know more more about about you, about Derek Kumar. You mentioned yeah. uh, you are you are the founder of uh, Antelope DAO. Yes, uh, yeah. It's a De- DeFi ecosystem for trade finance to mm-hmm. try uh, to join the real world. With um, yeah. the the defy right uh, yeah. in the in, in the trade aspect import export, also right. you mentioned now you're running on on centrifuge a para chain in the uh, polkadot right. blockchain. Yes, uh, it's a super interesting project. But before to dive in more, you even start to dig in more and, and talk more yeah. about about the the antelope DAO. But the audience want to know more more about you. Who is Dara Kumar? Uh, what is your background? Your experience yeah. before founding Antelope? What is yeah. even before the Antelope?
1: Right. This story is begun like when uh, I came to France to per- pursue my masters in international business. Um, so that's where I met the uh, co-founder, the founder, uh, it was called Ravi Pambatula. Uh, he was doing his masters in international trade and logistics. So uh, you know we had a very good synergy because I was in the business side of having you know, all the aspects of starting up a startup. And his was specialization in international trade and logistics. Previously, he had worked in a shipbuilding uh, in India where he had, you know, uh, experience of building Supramax vessel in uh, Gujarat. And myself, I used to work for an IT company, specifically in the banking sector. Uh, I, I used to, I worked for three years for city as my client where. Uh, for two platforms in the uh, trading GUI as well as their debit and de- trade, so we came over here and uh, we had that synergy. And basically, startup is about figuring out the problem and finding a solution to that, right? So we thought that that was the time when uh, we entered blockchain as well, where we initially started building uh, a decentralized exchange, basically uh, a peer-to-peer uh, trading exchange, where eliminating the third party uh, for the okay. Indian market. For the Indian market, that's where we got introduced to. I got introduced to another co-founder called Chakradar. So he's a uh, he is very expert. He's like expertised. He had previous experience in the blockchain industry for for uh, years. And uh, that's where we collaboratively, you know, we figured out that uh, okay, this solution about having the blockchain introduced to the international trade would be a great uh, idea, and that would solve major. You know, bottlenecks in this industry, because on real ground, um, even Ravi, myself, we have an experience about the you know problems that takes place in the international trade. Basically, mm-hmm. the due diligence maybe or lack of uh, funds that the importer or exporter face to perform trade. And we thought that, okay, blockchain, we can solve this problem using DeFi as well as automating that processes. So that's when we started in France and myself and Ravi, we got incubated in uh, a renowned business school in France called Ketch. Uh, So uh, we got incubated there and we got recognized by French tech as well as an innovative solution in this sector. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's where the journey started. And, uh, you know, we are still going on that building day by day and, uh, 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 and we did a use case as well, as I mentioned earlier, uh, where we financed, that was a, Thing and we figured out what needs to be improvised going ahead, you know, in the trade. While you, because it's not only about providing trade finance end of the day. You need to know what's going on in the trade. So that's where automation comes into play. And we need to know. We need to have that entire control of the end-to-end process of the logistics chain. So, um, so that's why we wanted to build a holistic supply chain automation system where. And you know trade finance is also part of it. So basically an ecosystem to come up with uh, you know to put put it across in that way. So mm-hmm. that's the journey so far. and uh, yeah, we're yeah. working on that. And later on we uh, collab. we another co-founder came in as a technical know <clears throat> um, chief technical officer called Nigam Seni. now he's also a part of the team. So now we for are collaboratively working on this, um mm-hmm. building you know, the holistic solution, the robust solution for supply chain, finance and yeah, international yeah.
0: trade, yeah. And your, your case is not the, the first, nor will it the, be the last. Many founders and developers uh, much more know with the FTX fraud and right. I realize the advantages uh, of the de- deploying their business on the Internet computer blockchain. Yeah. In terms of scalability, speed, security. Energy efficiency, storage cost, now direct BTC, Bitcoin integration without bridges, HTTPs, outcomes without need, oracles and intermediaries, right. real yeah. subnets that allows multi chain connections, efficient DAOs with SNS mm-hmm. or the, the new service nervous system that allows developers uh, to create decentralized token based governance systems yes. for the, for their dApps. In your case, the uh, your project Antelo started running on, on centrifuge, the parachain inside the Palcadot ecosystem. Why have you decided uh, to migrate to internet computer blockchain? So what after is exactly if... that in, in what way can you benefit from the ICP technology?
1: Right, from the recent incident that took place of the FTX. Uh, everyone in our Web3 ecosystem have realized that importance of DeFi, right? Decentralization. So that's where it makes us more interesting. So you know, as a DAO, to get in, to have the entire all the data, uh, which uh, takes place within our ecosystem within our platform, needs to be on chain, so that it, the data doesn't go out of chain. You know, so it's more efficient to have that data on chain, as well as the clients, so let's say, or importer or an exporter, uh, would also not like to put that crucial data you know, on chain when there's no such security uh, thing that uh, cannot be maintained. So uh, it makes us more efficient. So that's where in previously we were thinking about zero knowledge proof for that sake regarding you know, having the privacy enabled so that they would be comfortable putting out their trade secrets out there on chain. So we analyzed all these factors so we want to build a peer to peer messaging protocol between the importer and exporter so that they can exchange the documents between them on chain you know in a more secured way as well as uh, you know other trade related messaging what they need to do uh, also when i say about the documentation putting on chain icp already has that identification uh, protocol which solves the same uh, which uh, serves the purpose of uh, you know privacy enable- enablement so um, and we see that feature b and we initially analyzed everything what we could build in other chain so there is a protocol we we are looking at is a baseline protocol basically that's for the automation of the supply chain processes and we are the compatibility in ICP network. Basically, it had all the components that were fitting in, and rather it had more advanced things out there. Like uh, for external data to come into the smart contract, we need uh, you know chain link oracles out there. But in ICP, you have the HTTPS call with you know the uh, in external data could be got into the smart contract in a more uh, easy way. Uh, that that also made more interesting and on the liquidity pool side uh, as i said mentioned earlier the liquidity out there in the bitcoin also could tapped into and uh, it could be utilized for a real world problem like this state finance you know that's out there mm-hmm. and that could serve a big purpose out there. so it makes a, it make it be it be decided in that way that yeah icp Infinity has that solution, the holistic solution out there. And on the scalability-wise as well, uh, currently you have, if I'm not wrong, it's around 600 transactions per second, which is very huge. And Mm
0: -hmm.
1: um, going ahead on scalability-wise, we wouldn't have any problem. And in order to update our platform as well, uh, it would be more feasible for us to keep updating in ICP uh, rather than to migrate to different chains out there.
0: Yeah. Mm So that's what nice. made us awesome. get into. IC. Mm-hmm. Great. I'm so happy to hear you.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: and uh, yeah, in your case, uh, you are 100% that the best way to rule Antelope is through the decentralized uh, the autonomous uh, organization, uh, DAO. Yeah. Internet yeah. computers have the, the SNS, the service network system. Uh, for explain uh, to the community a little bit more, the SNS is the new tokenization, the centralization run on the ICP, and this is gonna okay. allow dApps, as a, for example, uh, Antelope, uh, yeah. allow dApps on ICP to tokenize themselves and mm-hmm. do a token launch and sale, uh, which allow them to raise funds. Um, right. The two advantages here, uh, for Antelope, for example, is first, you can get funds from VCs, angels, investors, uh, mm-hmm. in general. Uh, uh, and second, you give complete uh, control to the community, and the government, right. go- the governance and the decisions power is in hands of uh, and, uh, Antelope community. Right. Uh, how do you think the SNS model will benefit you, will benefit Antelope, the DAO system, SNS?
1: Right. So, Yeah, as far as I know about SNS system, that yeah, entire uh, thing, the treasury thing is controlled by the community, and basically founders uh, will have a you know, uh, antelope will have sort of uh, um, separate funds, but but they wouldn't have what you say, uh, the entire decision control over that. Where it will be completely for the community base. So. So DAO is about that. So when we initially thought about that as well, it's a decent autonomous organization that's about it, right? So basically, uh, we need to give the power to the community to take the important decisions and also need to have a surety that there won't be a one major person taking the, you know, if, let's say when we launch our governance token um, the governance token should be distributed in such a way that everyone should have their rights to vote for any of the changes that's gonna take place in Antelope, and uh, someone shouldn't overpower it. And that serves so, SNS serves that, and uh, it's a um, great advanced DAO technology, uh, to be honest on that part. And yeah, so
0: mm-hmm.
1: it serves yeah. the purpose of decentralization in a full uh, in a full manner, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah it's uh, yeah as a community we, we, there should be the main part over here is the problem what we are solving is on the real world on uh, the international trade side, that's main crucial thing out there to be considered is of the due diligence part because there is lots lot of uh, you know fraudulent activity out there in import exports so the, what we have figured out is the due diligence plays a very major role um, in this particular segment and also need to have a track of the end-to-end uh, transaction flow from the let's say from the importer till the expo- uh, till the sorry exporter till the importer. We need to have that entire data visibility. Uh, what's going on in the trade? How many stakeholders are involved? So that would be a great thing like to for the community as well to analyze and you know uh, mm-hmm. contribute yeah. and uh, as a as a community that would be something very important going ahead yeah. in the system. And I think SNS will serve
0: that purpose on that behalf. Yeah. Also, yeah, for sure. In this particular segment, as you mentioned, the end-to-end transaction and the tracking of of everything, like for have more transparency is is super important. Mm -hmm. Uh, In in case of uh, uh, Antelope, How you fix, or, or for example, the price of uh, import export uh, is something like you fix it, or, or directly the seller and the buyer uh, fix the price before do the transaction. And also, uh, you mentioned about you help like small and mid companies, like maybe have like lack of collateral, and you have like a pool, like a liquidity pool that uh, the clients or the companies can uh, have the funds there. how it works a little bit more how how you fix the prices and how, how is exactly the the platform the Antelope platform or are you are you working on now or is already the deplo- sorry it's already deployed and and now is uh, is so, uh, yeah. using, using it or
1: so we have a minimal viable product where we can onboard the importers and exporters into our platform and uh, maintain their uh, trade documents out there you know regarding the request for proposal what whatever to say put it across in that way um, the pricing model here when you say about pricing the importer and exporter they will have the negotiation done between for well, let's say whatever commodity they are importing or exporting they would have the negotiation done that's on the business side and when okay mm-hmm. let's say now the exporter needs a pre-shipment finance, then he would have to get a finance based on the purchase order received from the buyer. So basically in a traditional world, he would go out there in a bank or any other trade finance company to look out for that finance. And Mm. if I'm talking particularly about the SME segment, then most of the times they get rejected because of the reason that banks do not, some of the time banks wouldn't have enough data regarding these SMEs and also the smes would not have the capa- capability to uh, you know submit the collateral and they need to go a lengthy pros- documentation procedure in order to get the finance approved uh, so most of the times they get rejected on this part and uh, you know they cannot perform trade. so basically times money in trade so uh, mm-hmm. you know so that's where we fit in we come into play uh, we we don't ask collateral from the our borrower. Let's say it's a pre shipment finance and it's exporter. We wouldn't ask uh, collateral, but we would do the due diligence part of it. We basically as an antelope, we are building a qualitative data layer for this as uh, segment, uh, SMEs mm-hmm. and MSME segment. We have we are mon- We are using data as collateral here. So uh, where you know we will be having. Sure shot. Sure. Even if they want to have, a, if they didn't have a previous huge transaction between any other exporter or importer, we would analyze their business as well, their potential of their business. Based on mm-hmm. that, we do this uh, basic in the credit underwriting, or to say the you know credit rating, what we provide. Uh, for that, you need data. So that's where we are building on that as a base layer, a qualitative data layer for this segment, and then. And as you said, on the tech stack wise, that's where we are at anticipating to um, build a holistic uh, supply chain automation, I mean the international trade automation platform where we want to onboard all the stakeholders involved in the entire chain into one single platform. And um, we have everything, the structure, the architecture uh, regarding that, just that we were looking out for a good blockchain out there to build it on. And the mm-hmm. ICP. That's where we decided, and we want to build it on ICP, where it serves a, a purpose of decentralization, where all the data involved in this trade will be on chain, and it will be transparent. What's going on around, and uh, basically, we could bring a huge visibility out there in the, these transactions. And mm-hmm. uh, so, so, so that's where we are. Were, we're gonna we are looking at you know uh, start building that right away. Uh, where we have already a solution for trade finance with, um, where we we are tapping into the DeFi pools to bridge that finance uh, gap to the semi-segment particularly, which we can ha- do it using ICP, going mm-hmm. ahead having our own liquidity pool that way.
0: Great. Um, another key point to do the migration from the Polkadot chain to ICP is that your, your software developers team can also directly build with Rust. So it's the right. same programming language that you use in Polkadot, and that is also using another uh, blockchain such as Solana, for example, Near Protocol, Elrond, or Hyperledger, uh, South Tooth. Uh, this is smooth transition uh, is another mm-hmm. factor why you have um, decided to start developing on ICP. That's correct. Uh, your team yeah. used Rust, and this is why also it's pretty simple, Politics. right? Uh, do the transition. Yeah.
1: Yeah, doing transition simple. Uh, that's right. Our developers are uh, looking into that Rust. Uh, so previously we didn't use Rust uh, technology, and ICP yes, it uses Rust, right? Uh, so it's nothing that it's out of the box that you know we, it's not uh, that compatible with us. So we are looking into that, and uh, it's a, a smooth roadway out there to migrate from centrifuge, what we have built previously, and uh, migrate it to ICP. So mm-hmm. yeah. We are looking at for that using the Rust technology, and uh, yeah, and previously we had a call with uh, Daniel as well from ICP, and we had discussed the compatibility wise and the technology which we need to consider going ahead. Um, so we are currently working on that. We have that uh, pl- planning the architecture plan and the timeline, you know, for that project to build on, right? So yeah, we'll we keep you posted on that for the whole community as we keep on building and adding on features into our platform at ICP. Mm-hmm. Uh, as per the latest update from my developers, next week we're going to deploy uh one the minting of NFT uh, on ICP network, uh, one code base. And from there we're gonna start uh, you know building on the automation part as I mentioned regarding mm-hmm. the chain automation. Yeah.
0: Okay. And your idea is also like uh start to look like like a token for Antelope and uh right do like for the liquidity pool right you you need like in the sns uh, program um you're going right. to do do like a token for for the community for the antelope community this is something like is going to start uh, as soon as possible or is in the roadmap for the next month
1: yes so uh, yeah i mean uh, in the sns we when we as a dao we need to launch our governance token we, uh, accordingly we'll be planning in the roadmap to launch it anticipate doing in the next six months uh, mm-hmm. as we build our platform alongside and we deliver it on timely manner and uh, we look at launching our governance token as well um, you know um, that we'll put it across in the roadmap as i said in the town of the lane in six months maybe we're looking mm-hmm. at to launching our governance token out there and then we start on, you know, to, to take the, give the rise to the community to take certain decisions out there regarding the trade aspects and what additional features. Um, we can, basically it's a collaborative work. There'll be a lot of ideas flowing in. That's very interesting, we are excited as well. Uh, you yeah. know, they're good to hear from a lot of people out there uh, to solve a big purpose, basically.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and in terms of, um business in terms of uh different uh, segments uh what is the import export markets that do you have in mind to do the business is you are open to any business for uh trading that's import export yeah. whatever or you're focusing in one of product right one commodity so, the,
1: so basically yeah one one thing is about uh, facilitating trade finance and monetizing on that part one the interest what we earn And secondly, what we are looking at is coming up with a SaaS solution, sort of an ERP SaaS solution for the emerging logistic companies or, uh, you know, small and medium scale enterprises who cannot uh, afford the expensive, uh, uh, what do you say, the ERP systems out there. Uh, Basically, the big companies, the big logistic companies have the holistic blockchain solution, but they're again centralized. And uh, you know, the emerging uh, shipping companies or logistic companies or small medium players, and they even they want to get into that, but due to the lack of resources, they cannot uh, you know uh, capitalize on that technology which we, which we are building, and we want to give it out there, targeting this segment as a SaaS solution as a plug-in solution um uh, it that's that's our, our plan in the roadmap once we automate the entire once we build a robust uh, platform uh, we will be working on that side also in the you know as a plug-in SaaS solution for uh, emerging sh- shipping companies and uh, logistic companies out there because uh, if I see in the pre uh, when the, when the covid hit the freight prices in the import exports were skyrocketed and uh, you know now currently at this point of time it's below average so uh, there is a lot of opposition. a lot of the shipping companies and logistic companies are look, looking out for custom acquisition and platform like antelope will be uh you know great solution out there in you know in order to for them to automate their processes as well as um you know to get gain more customers for them as well and mm-hmm. they would be end of the day you know capitalizing on this technology of blockchain yeah
0: yeah that so- sounds good and That that's great because that uh, you you try to like reduce the costs for the yes. trading trading yes. sector and automate 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 sorry yep. all the processes uh and yep. yeah we have we have a big problem that's- now with this with the shipping companies prices Correct. is really really high and yeah. we need projects as antelope that try to reduce yeah. all the costs, all the processes, and do like yeah. all the automation and, and the tracking of everything uh, on yeah. 100% on chain, more secure and more scalable and more fast. This is yeah. amazing.
1: International trade sector is uh, one such industry which affects the economy of a country, basically. And that mm. cannot be disrupted. And advancements need to be got into this uh, sector, and all of them are working on it uh as when i said digitization gained importance after covid um and everything is getting automated there are smart ports out there globally uh, you know working functioning on qr basis model having 5g technologies uh, so this that's where it makes it more efficient to tap into those areas as well where you are automating the entire processes using technology and it makes us interesting to be there in this space, uh, specifically on the automating part, as well as we ha- uh, you know providing trade finance. That's another component. About tapping into DeFi, it makes yeah. it more interesting and giving out the opportunity for the traditional people, you know, traditional logistic import sector to um, capitalize on the funds available in the DeFi side. And Antelope mm-hmm. would uh, have that be a sort of bridge to. Uh, fill in that gap between this uh, traditional and the DeFi. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, it's quite good to be there and uh, to build this solution
0: mm-hmm. yeah. using ICP yes. as well. Yeah. it's a good so, combination. It's like fintech, DeFi, DAO, right. uh, uh, and then yeah. yeah, like mix that international trading sector and solutions with uh, providing trading finance. That that's awesome. And in terms of uh, your growth. Uh, mm-hmm. What is the goals in terms uh, of um, next next months or next years on the midterm, and then how many people are you currently in the team, and if you are thinking in extend uh, the team and hire more more people? Yeah.
1: So yeah, currently on the tech side, uh, we want to get in uh, two more developers onboarded uh, as soon as possible as we you know uh, building this automation part and on the business side. On the customer acquisition, uh, we want to, you know, hire more sales and, and also communication and marketing because uh, we are out there in the market uh, t- t- selling out our solution where we have, mm. yes, we are providing trade finance. Apart from that, also we need to get into this segment of automation parts. right? So uh, marketing also will play a major role out there and tapping into this particular segment of SME um, on automating part of reaching out to logistics, so yeah, we are looking out to increasing our bandwidth going ahead as we keep building. Um, and yeah, uh, maybe like we increase our initial on the numbers wise, we would like to have around 10 to 15 customers B2B clients, particularly uh, initial phase the in, uh, next mm-hmm. two, to two to three months, where we spin trades between uh, you know uh, facilitate tr- uh, finance for those trades and. Uh, We see more bottlenecks, figure out more bottlenecks out there in those trades and trade, I mean, trade processes keep changing from a commodity. So uh, there there is a standard, but some of the things changes and that's where we need to optimize as well for each of the trade. Um, So we need to work with, we are looking at having a roadmap of working with 10 clients initially and then scaling up, uh, going at it from there. Once we have a robust solution built at Mm Antilog
0: okay great uh perfect yeah thank you so much the for your time today uh i think is is uh enough uh that's really amazing uh honestly uh the best of luck for antelope the project looks ambitious for sure but exciting and amazing yeah. uh you have the tools you have the knowledge just need uh the best blockchain to do your dreams reality i think in icp yeah. Uh, For sure, you can achieve your your goal. Uh, For sure, uh, I'm going to talk with uh, the Affinity teams and the software developers to do the transition smooth and and do everything in ICP, the SNS model, DAOs, and everything. Uh, Yeah, and just the last question is, um, you have any advice for other entrepreneurs that try to do the same, try to migrate the the projects to to ICP or with all the situation now, a lot of uh, founders are concerned about what happened with my business. Maybe I have to close tomorrow or maybe it's like any fraud that affect me. Uh, What is your recommendation to these uh, founders and investors that try to find any other blockchain as ICP? Yeah,
1: so everyone out there building on blockchain, you know, it's about the trust, and it's about decentralization, right? It's about eliminating the third party and uh, building that solution of peer-to-peer model. So when yes, the, there are promising solutions out there in Ethereum, there is Matic, uh, the Layer 2 solution. But uh, each of them have their own specialty out there, and on that wise, when you say uh, there needs to be a trust that the traditional uh, you know, industry needs to trust on the blockchain. I think ICP uh, is doing a great, great job because in building something on ICP serves the purpose of blockchain, that's about decentralization. And the, it's, that's when you can bring in trust with the, you know, the uh, traditional market out there and gain trust on the blockchain rather than um, uh, considering this scams or whatever things are going around in the web three space now. Um, so it's a great opportunity for entrepreneurs to look at build something very solid as a robust platform or there on ICP network because it's a full stack where each of the components they would require for building something it's available out there in one you know network that makes it more interesting and also on the scalability wise which is a crucial thing out there for, it might for b2b or b2c uh, uh, on that was a previously it you know, that's a problem. All the blockchains were trying to solve about the transaction per second. So Ethereum went to 2.0 now and, you know, but again, on the transaction-wise the cost fees or everything is also uh, uh, one of the factors that business needs to consider with that. Uh, considering all that factors, ICP is doing a great job with, you know, there's a huge uh, 600 transaction per second and also can go gas gasless. I mean, gas fees, mm-hmm. there will be a gas fees for the transaction also that would be interesting for entrepreneurs out there to build something very um, yeah, good solution out there on ICP. Um, mm-hmm. So I would recommend them to, yeah, uh, that, and again, is migrating part on the technology-wise also is not that complicated out there. So there's a very, you, yeah. have very, you guys have a very good documentation. Documentation is very crucial out there and you have mm-hmm. um, tackled that thing and it would be great out there for all the developers to migrate and, you know, awesome. Awesome. capitalise on yeah. SNS. And mm. great.
0: great. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Perfect. Thank you. Derak. See you soon. Thank okay. you so
1: much. Thanks for having me at ICP and have a